When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. The average cow is making 30 gallons of manure a day, and a new digester facility in eastern Wisconsin is trying to recover half of that as clean water and the other half as a valuable fertilizer product and bedding. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report, talking with Bobby Levine. He's the CEO and founder of Digested Organics, and they claim one of the largest manure digester facilities in the world, and it's right here in Wisconsin, Greenleaf to be exact. He tells me all about how the digester facility is improving relationships between dairy farmers and their community, as well as adding value to the farm. First, he describes just how big this project is. Sure. So Digested Organics has been working with Dynamic Renewables. They're the biogas developer, and they have about 11 farms participating with a little over 30,000 cows, and they have about 900,000 gallons per day of manure. So a very large project. They have worked with these different farms to bring the manure to one centralized digester and then make uh, renewable natural gas. And then we take the liquid that comes out of that and turn it into clean water and concentrated liquid fertilizers. You know, out west, 30,000 cows, that might just be one farm. But as you said, these are 11 different farms. How did everyone get on the same page with each other, all 11 farms, but then also, you know, with the city, with their neighbors on putting up a manure digester? Yeah, so Dynamic did a lot of that work uh, to kind of get everybody on board and convince them that the value of bringing their manure to the project and having the project basically convert half of that into clean water and only give them back the concentrate was really worth it to them. And they saw that, I think, as a real value add for their community. It gets a lot of trucks off the road, helps um, use nutrients more efficiently, uh, reduces soil compaction, all those good things that they wanted for their community. And uh, that's sort of their the value that they get by participating in this project and having their manure digested. So it was a lot of uh, convincing. I think it's always hard to work with lots of different farmers in one neighborhood, uh, get everyone on their own contract and all the logistics. But Dynamic did a great job getting everybody uh, involved. And uh, the project's got digesters full of manure today, and they're ready to start kicking up the gas system and start injecting gas in the near future. Let's talk about the process of getting the manure to the digesters. Are all these farms hooked up through a pipe system? Are you trucking it to the facility? Yeah, it's a great question. So uh, the two largest farms are Country Air Dairy and the Wheezy Brothers Dairy, and they're actually piping their manure to the farm. So that makes it a little bit easier. You know, there's going to be no trucks for that. Uh, You know, just goes through an underground pipeline and gets to the project. And then uh, the concentrated nutrients can also go, uh, as well as water, can also go back to those farms via the pipeline. So really, really efficient, no trucks. The other uh, nine farms are trucked in and out, uh, and Dynamic has set up a great system uh, to handle the paperwork, to weigh the manure in and out, to uh, be able to provide those farms with the nutrients that they they need uh, and keep all that uh, well documented. Remind us just how many uh, truckloads of manure are we eliminating off the road? Yeah, so it's about 24,000 trucks a year. So a lot of trucks. We're aiming to make about 400,000 gallons of basically drinking quality water every day from the manure. So it really is quite a large facility. Uh, we go through a number of filtration steps uh, to make sure that water is really clean. And then the project actually has a discharge permit to put that water in a river uh, in Wisconsin, which was um, quite a substantial undertaking for them to get that. There's only a handful of those in the state right now. And 
it requires us to make really clean water to protect the environment. So we're excited to be able to show that that's, that's possible now and uh, can add a lot of value there. You know, it's unbelievable. There's eight different steps, right, in the manure digesting processor that gets it to, like, that clean water stage and then it making byproducts along the way. Walk us through the steps that, that manure uh, is going through. Sure. So on the dynamic part of it, they receive the manure in a big pit, and then they pump it into digesters, which are these 1.3 million gallon tanks with mixers and these flexible covers. And uh, that's where the biogas comes out. The gas gets cleaned up and then injected in a pipeline. And then they have a contract with someone who uh, basically helps sell it in California as a transportation fuel. So ultimately, it's like cows in Wisconsin are making manure that gets turned into gas that drives cars in Wisconsin, in California, which is kind of cool to think about. And then uh, the liquid comes out of the digester. It goes through a screw press that makes fiber for bedding. It goes into our system, which involves ultrafiltration and then uh, superfiltration and then reverse osmosis. And at that point, it looks like clean water, but we take it through an extra step of polishing it with some microbes in a, in a biofilter and then ultraviolet disinfection and then out the door. So it is, yeah, it is a multi-step process. We have a lot of points where we're monitoring that and tuning that and, and controlling things to make sure we make really the, the top quality water. Yeah, again, clean water that goes back out to the environment. We're also getting kind of a premium nitrogen product that has some value as fertilizer. And then there's a bedding component. Am I missing anything else? Yeah, so there's actually three outputs uh, for the product. So the first is the fiber, and they actually take it from the screw press. It goes through a dryer, so it gets a little dried, and that helps uh, kill microbes and make it a better bedding product for the cows. And then the, on the liquid side, we have two fertilizers. So we have something called ultrafilter concentrate, which is a thick slurry filled with most of the phosphorus and the organic nitrogen. And then we have an RO concentrate, which is filled with the ammonia and the potassium. So they're both about, uh, you know, three to four times more concentrated in those nutrients than in the raw manure. Uh, and so the farmers now have these two fertilizer products to work with. They can combine them and sort of treat it like manure, but just apply a lot fewer gallons. So maybe your normal dairy farmer in Wisconsin might be putting like 15,000 gallons on an acre, and now they're only going to put like 5,000 gallons of this concentrate on an acre. Or they can keep them separate and kind of make new custom fertilizer blends where you have a certain amount of phosphorus and a certain amount of nitrogen. Depending on what crop, you know, you're doing alfalfa or beans or corn, you can kind of blend that to get the best uh, for that crop and not have to just be stuck with what is in manure generally, which might not be the balanced ratio of nutrients for your crops. Can any of those products go to market? So right now the fiber product uh, can go to market if the farmers don't need to use it all as bedding. Uh, the two fertilizer products could, you know, they, they're organic fertilizers, so you could you could use them on conventional or organic farms. They're not quite concentrated enough to sell like far away, uh, but we do have processes that we're adding to some projects and are, are going to consider for this job in the future that would further concentrate those nutrients and make a sellable product, but that's not uh, at the plant today. What's interesting, though, if we talk about a farm's bottom line, they may not be profiting off of this however they are kind of eliminating some of their own on-farm costs yeah so uh today dairy farmers who do these digester projects get uh value in lots of different uh, models. So some developers actually write them a check for you know, a certain number of dollars per cow or a percentage of the biogas selling price. There's lots of different ways that farmers can benefit. In this project, the benefit they're getting is that volume reduction. They're saying, I'm going to give you 1,000 gallons of manure and I'm only going to get 500 back. 
and that is how I'm getting value from this. And so, again, that's lower trucking costs, better uptake of nutrients, you know, having a lot more flexibility for storage, uh, dealing with those tighter application windows that farmers have to deal with right now for manure. So that's really where they're getting the value from this project, which is which is unique, I think, right now today. But I also think these farmers realize that that was more important to them than some fractional check of a of a, you know some some gas sales. Let's say like keeping these farms healthy and sustainable in this community required that kind of volume reduction and so they were excited to kind of get that as their their piece of this now bobby when i was reading through uh digested organics pamphlet i also saw that it could eliminate the need for a lagoon or or a manure pit is that true can that can this process really kind of take away that need yeah so in certain projects we do uh, aim towards uh, lagoon-free dairies. That involves a little bit of a different technology than we have at uh, the Greenleaf plant that makes uh, more of a solid end product than like a liquid concentrated fertilizer. But it's the same idea. We're taking volume away. Uh, and whether that's as clean water or solid fertilizers, it just sort of depends on the project. But we definitely can help dairies get towards that or at least uh, think about being able to expand without necessarily needing more storage, right? Like right now in Wisconsin, you need that 180 days uh, storage for your herd. Uh, and so if you wanted to expand, you'd have to buy more storage, let's say, or you know, dig a new lagoon or something. Uh, in this case, we think there's an opportunity for actually using our technology to uh, reduce that volume and not need that additional storage. I think we'll have to sort of have that conversation with the DNR about the flexibility and permitting for that. But that's a real opportunity that you know, why invest in digging another concrete pit um, if you can invest in this technology and get that flexibility to just have less volume to deal with. Talking now again about the Greenleaf project specifically, you've gotten the thumbs up uh, from your farmers. It's in action as we speak. What about the community? What about the neighbors? What has the anecdotal response has been so far? Yeah, I think from what we've heard, uh, really positive. Uh, we were involved in some of the early planning meetings with the towns uh, that looked at this project, and there was definitely an overwhelming uh, sense that like truck traffic matters, right? Like it, uh, trucks are hard on the roads. You know, trucks occasionally do have spills. Uh, they can be unsightly. They can smell. Like all those things are a real part of being in a dairy community. And getting 24,000 trucks off the road was a big, uh, I think, win for the community in this kind of project. And I think they probably haven't yet seen that that is happening yet because the project's just starting now. But I think they'll really appreciate that once uh, once it gets going. I mean, those those cows are going to be in that community either way. And now these farmers have really shown that they've chosen to be part of a project that's going to do something about that kind of truck traffic. So we're excited about that. Any other projects in Wisconsin in the future? We hope so. Yeah, lots of great dairies here that we're working with. Uh, nothing that we can kind of talk about publicly right this minute, but we're definitely working on, on other similar type projects in the in the state and throughout the country. Bobby Levine along with us telling the story of the latest Greenleaf Manure Digester Facility in eastern Wisconsin. Bobby is the CEO and founder of Digested Organics, one of the companies involved with the project. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.